Hello and welcome back to the Don't Read Into It podcast, the only podcast in which the host is named Reed. I have never seen another host named Reed host a podcast. I really, I really haven't. I, I doubt that there's even one in existence other than me. I think I'm probably the only Reed that has ever even been on a podcast. Ever, in fact. And and do not count me wrong on that. And if you hear crinkling, I'm getting a pin out so I can check off my, uh, my uh, what's it called? planning list but judging off this list it's not going to be a very long episode uh probably just one i need to get out i'm kind of do in the middle of doing stuff right now but got that podcast itch so i'm doing doing the podcast woo podcast time but um just what's been going on uh just been the normal stuff reporting softball reporting football writing a lot doing my classes you know, the things you guys have all become accustomed to me talking about and complaining about on this podcast. So, nothing super new. Uh, I've only been drinking water for like a month. That's kind of new, I guess. Uh, but from two weeks ago, or yeah, I think it was two weeks ago's last episode, uh, there hasn't been a lot of changes in my current life. I'm sure with that uh, outro from last week, a lot of y'all thought I was done. I'm not done. I'm back like I never left. But that is about all that's been going on. Uh, I've been wearing a lot of new clothes. I bought a bunch of new clothes. I'm someone who's like, I, I refuse to buy new clothing ever. Like, I don't like buying new stuff because I, I don't know. It's not because I'm like necessarily cheap because I'm definitely, oh, let me take that. I'm, I'm cheap on some things. If it's like... I'm cheap on the day-to-day stuff, but with, like, sporting events, I will pay an obscene amount of money to go to them. Like, I really want to go to this Rough Riders game uh, later this week for, uh, what's it called? Uh, Jack Leiter's start. That's, you know, I probably shouldn't spend money on that, but I'm going to. I'm definitely going to go see that, so. That's something. Uh, Probably going to be more of a baseball-themed episode today. Um, I've kind of ditched the idea of sports and then life episodes because my mind doesn't really work like that. I think this podcast should reflect the inner, uh, I don't, it's not machinations, inner parts of my mind and, and should be like a, a representation of what I'm thinking on a 20 to 30 minute uh, run, basically, uh, which my friends and family here every day. So this is basically like listening to read talk, uh, for them. So if, <laughs> if you read it out, I'm sorry, family and friends. I'm, I'm very sorry. That's my bad. But I wanted to start it out talking about, I'm looking at it right now, a nineties baseball card. So I bought a 1990 baseball card set, uh, last, what was it? Summer 2020, because it was the pandemic. I bought it summer 2020, Opened it, loved it, cherished all the cards in it. I'm just a baseball card guy. I've collected an obscene amount of baseball cards throughout my life. Like a ridiculous amount um, around the 3K range. A lot of money. Of course, my parents with, you know, birthdays and, and Christmases helped me out with that, uh, with that baseball card collection I have accrued over the last few years. But the, the ones that stick out to me are the 1990 ones that I bought. Uh, I'm looking at Dave Steeb right now, uh, Secret Base, which is like John Boys and a whole bunch of other people, Alex Rubenstein, like 
whole lot of people on YouTube that do cool sports content that's different from a lot of the other sports content that you typically see. That's kind of the goal they're going for. I really like this thing called Fumble Dimension that they do where they just, it's a Kofi Yaboa and uh, John Boy is just like absolutely trying to destroy video games using, or sports video games rather, just using the most absurd different things. But I'm, I'm sidetracked again, once again, but I really like that. Uh, shout out to Secret Base. Y'all should definitely watch their content on, uh, on a, what's it called? YouTube. Uh, they're a... SB Nation subsidiary, probably the, its most popular subsidiary these days. But anyway, I'm watching this series on there about Dave Steeb, and so I got my 90s Dave Steeb card because it's just a cool card to have. I mean, Dave Steeb was probably from, definitely from, this, it's something that all the, like, the people really deep in baseball know, but the people that probably watch that, um, that three-piece documentary from Dorktown probably, uh, realized a lot more about Dave Steeb, like the casuals. And there's nothing wrong with being a baseball casual. Yeah, that's fine with me. But for the th folks that have paid attention to baseball pretty thoroughly, like myself, we knew who Dave Steeb was. It's good to see him getting, even though he's a Blue Jay, I'm not a big Blue Jay guy, obviously I'm a Rangers fan. So even though he's a Blue Jay, it's nice to see him get some recognition. But in that same pack, I got a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. And, or I think it was his sophomore year. Well, not sophomore. Well, whatever. It's still sophomore, second year. He's the same as me. Uh, second year uh, baseball card, that was one of my favorites. And I loved it so much that I bought a shirt with that baseball card on it. I've gotten compliments from people of all walks on that shirt. Uh, I really like it. I, I had one that was like a sized medium through high school. I got it my senior year of high school and then wore it until, you know, People grow, and I needed to grow from high school. I was, like, anorexically skinny in high school, but I grew out of it finally. Uh, probably It would fit me if it wasn't washed, but probably through a few washes, it shrunk, and it still fit me, like, my torso and my shoulders. It wasn't long enough for my body anymore. So when I'd stick my hands up, my stomach would come out. So a little awkward on that one, but I bought uh, a large on that shirt got my shirt again i'm wearing it all the time now uh like i said i don't like buying new clothes but did buy new clothes got that ken griffey jr shirt and we'll talk more on him later but it's been a, a life of collecting baseball cards for me i i've gotten like i i don't know if i can say this anymore because of allegations and stuff we don't know how true they were but we'll be safe with it i was a big yasiel puig guy growing up i liked the way he played baseball kind of opened the door out for players to start showing their emotion rather than uh, suppressing it. So I got his rookie card. Uh, got I got every one of his baseball cards, actually. So like the Reds, Dodgers, all of them. Uh, he's just my guy. Uh, my guy that I'm kind of following these days now is Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, Shohei Otani, obviously. I uh, got a couple of Shohei's cards. I uh, got his rookie card, which may be worth a lot someday. Uh, I don't sell baseball cards, though, so... Sure, it may be a lot. I'm not going to sell it, but um, got that Shohei card. I used to keep Michael Young in my wallet. I got I got like 20 Michael Young cards. You know, during uh, COVID, I or it's still it's there's still a pandemic, but but is there really still a pandemic? Yeah, that's up for interpretation. Anyway, all I'm saying is it's pretty much back to normal life. I feel like it's normal life nowadays, but um. 
I sorted all of my cards, like all of them, one summer uh, during COVID. So, and, and plus I had just got dumped before that. So I was channeling my energy to, uh, <laughs> to just random things to keep my mind off of that. And one of those things were, were baseball cards, which I just like impulsively bought a whole lot of during that time. It's kind of how I coped with it, which makes sense. I mean, it's not like anyone listening to has not gone through heartbreak. I mean, I'm pretty sure all of us have gone through heartbreak, whether you've been in a relationship or not. I've been in too many, but we're going to not talk about that because we don't say good things when we talk about relationships on this podcast. But <laughs> anyway, uh, on that same baseball vein, I pre-ordered MLB The Show 22. I do it every year. Not a lot of improvements this year. It feels like the... It, I'll say this. The refinements they made to the game are solid. I, I like the new improvements they made. They did not want to change the uh, modes. So the core gameplay is, is a little different. It works a little more smoothly from what I've played. The game modes, franchise, road to the show, Diamond Dynasty, all basically the same from last season. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not complaining about that at all. Like, do not get me wrong. I'm not complaining about that. Pardon me. At all. I just... Sometimes wish they would add a little more features to a franchise. I kind of want a three-team trade. I want to do trades that have more than just three slots to trade players. I get why they haven't really focused on that this year. I think they want to... The MLB The Show, and people don't pay attention to this, through PS3, PS4, every game that they have made, what they focus on first is getting the gameplay right and perfect on, on the respective console that they're on. And then they make huge leaps and bounds and forward. Like, obviously, the move to PS4 to PS5 brought Stadium Creator and just a bunch of custom stuff and things like that. And those are great additions, and they added to those in this edition. And there's nothing wrong with the kind of video game mindset of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And, and that's different for Madden. Like, Madden is broken, it needs to be fixed. MLB The Show has never been broken too badly to where it's unplayable uh the studio listens the studio is really solid but they I, I i like the improvements they made to the game as i said uh just want a little more features but just because i know the the studio san diego studio they're gonna be fine like they'll just do their thing and we'll get big uh, updated things in the show 23 and 24 i'm convinced of that it is really dark outside I, if you hear my voice like trailing away to the right sometimes it's because i'm looking out the window because there's a it's supposed to storm really bad tonight and it's just gotten like progressively darker as the day's gone on so now it's like super dark out there i'm looking over the victory hall like which is where i live the little like pyramid thing and uh, it's right dark over there. No, no tornadic activity, I don't think. But it's pretty freaking dark, I'll tell you that. Um, we'll move on to the next topic. You know, something light, something light. Uh, which, and we mentioned him earlier. Uh, somebody asked me, like, one question. I can't remember who it was. They were like, if you were to... Like, oh, I dropped my microphone. <laughs> if you were to act... Or they asked, like, if you were to... Uh, be able to watch one athlete that you had never seen in your life or wanted to play or wanted to see play, who would you, who would you pick? 
I mean, if you you've already guessed it, if you've listened to this podcast, I'd watch King Griffey Jr. play. Uh, I mean, the guy is just, you know, that's like that's my dude, bro. Like he was opened up about mental health and stuff, and he was a fantastic player, sweetest swing in baseball history, hit absolute monstrous dingers, 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 dingers for days. One of the best to ever play the game. The guy has lore about him. I have a shirt with his baseball card on it. If I met him, I'd be wearing that shirt, and I'd be like, "Hey, oh, hey, I'm wearing you, bro." Like, I, re- I'd really want to see Ken Griffey Jr. I mean, and my parents got to. That's the sucky thing. <laughs> well, not the sucky thing. Like, cool for them. My mom and dad had season tickets at uh, Arlington Stadium, which is the one before Globe Life Park. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, Rangers. While they've moved to Arlington after being the Washington Senators, they've been in three stadiums. Arlington Stadium, which was also called Turnpike. Then they moved into Globe Life Park, and now they're in Globe Life Field. So the first stadium, Arlington Stadium, my parents uh, had seats to go watch uh, a Mariners-Rangers uh, game at one point and sat behind Ken Griffey Jr. in the outfield, which is something I'm still very envious of them for because KGJ, man, the kid... Oh, man, I wish I could have seen him play. That guy is so cool. And I used to have a, my dad used to have a Nintendo 64 game that was like Ken Griffey Jr.'s baseball. I was like, hi, I'm Ken Griffey Jr. And welcome to blah, 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 baseball. So he's kind of been like a relevant figure in my life for all of it, which is weird because he's not like a modern baseball player, I suppose. But like, he's just been someone that you hear about all the time and just someone that I totally wish I could, I could have seen play. Um, I've gotten to see great players though. Uh, I got to see both MVP candidates last season. Well, now I get to see the third MVP candidate this season because Marcus Simeon's a Ranger. Woo-hoo! But yeah, King Griffey Jr. is the answer. That is my answer for uh, who I'd want to see play that I've never seen play before. Uh, now it's time for story time. I know we didn't have story time the last two times, but that's because I was telling different little stories the entire time. So, uh, and I kind of did that today, but. I did that more prevalently, or, yeah, prevalently, the last two episodes, and so I figured I'd actually add, like, a story time this time, and this one is probably one of the more recent story times I've ever done, because this story took place yesterday, so I I drove back to Keller for a little bit, back to my hometown to hang out with my parents, and uh, my sister and her boyfriend for a while, and her boyfriend's named Nathan, so I can just say that for the rest of the uh, episode, so me and Nathan... We, like, sometimes just, like, get sports stuff. And, like, my family does this, too. But Nathan, when he's over there, he's kind of, like, super active. And so he'll just, like, grab stuff and and throw it. And, and we'll want to go outside and stuff and mess around. So him and I will do that with our family. And yesterday, uh, we had the uh, genius idea to... Uh, <laughs> We had the genius idea to uh, get out the old softball bat that my mom had and uh, get a tennis ball out. And my guy was was pitching to me, and I, we were hitting, we were taking like turns hitting, and we were doing pretty good. But my my neighbor Steve, I don't think Steve will ever listen to this. Steve probably doesn't even know my name, but shout out to Steve if you can hear it. Nice guy, good neighbor. Um, he go, he walks out with his wife, and. Nathan throws me a pitch. I'm like, what am I going to do? Not hit it? 
I yank that thing and <laughs> line it to the right into their yard right behind them as they're walking. My mom's behind me going, oh, 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 like, oh, shit. Like, she thinks I'm going to hit them. But I didn't hit them, thankfully. But Steve gets the ball and throws it back to us, kind of laughing with his wife. And my mom's like, yeah, can't control these little boys, which is really freaking funny because we're 20 and 22 years old that don't know how to act in the front yard. But... <laughs> Oh man, this story is so funny. But we almost hit Steve. Uh, that would have been calamitous. And then we played football. My dad was yoinking us. Uh, balls. Paws. <laughs> he was throwing the old pigskin in the street to both of us. Uh, Nathan wasn't even, he wasn't even trying to catch the ball. He was just trying to prevent me from catching the ball, which was semi-annoying for me because I he, it, man, it's a, it's a whole big thing. Um, yeah, but no, I almost killed neighbor Steve. Uh, sorry, Steve. Uh, maybe he has like a sixth sense. Maybe he knew the ball was coming like, and his like spider sense or something was tingling and he like caught it behind his back and just, he just looked, turned around, run, sent us running back. Ah, <laughs> yeah, this is a weird episode, but I do want to talk a little bit about where I live. I mentioned where I live earlier, Victory Hall. It is the hall where athletes live at UNT. UNT. I also live here. They offered it to me when I got my housing after a different little thing happened. But, uh, yeah, just some extenuating circumstances put me in a single in Victory Hall, and I've enjoyed it. But the one thing that's a little weird is that I'm in here with a lot of the freshman athletes that I report. And that's not like super weird because I'm a year older than them. It's not like I'm like a senior seeing freshmen in here. It's weird because they definitely know who I am. And so I'll walk through the doors and I'll run into athletes sometimes and they'll like look at me and be like, oh, because it, it's weird. It's weird for me too. I just don't acknowledge it like I'll say hi and like keep the door open and hold doors open and be like, oh yeah thank you <laughs> but I will I don't think I could ever have a conversation with an athlete like in the dorm like a casual conversation because it's kind of awkward because I, when I talk to these people it's it's from a strictly like professional standpoint so like I would be interviewing them after games or for a feature so when I see them in person, like in a, we're just walking around in the dorm, we're going back to our place type deal. I don't know how to act. I mean, I don't really even think about it. Like, I don't think, I said that like, we'll say hi. I've never said hi to an athlete that I've covered outside of reporting. And it's not like I wouldn't. It's just that the reporter to athlete relationship in college, because, you know, there's obviously... And and the professional leagues, like they're pretty much friends. Like if you see, you see Emily Jones and Elvis Andrews and Rugnet Odor, Adrian Beltre, they're all like friends, and that's different. But when you're in college, they just know me as the student reporter guy that talks to them sometimes. I doubt a lot of them know my name, uh, which is fine. I don't really like I said, I don't really expect athletes to know my name. But it's different when I'll be like bringing in water from like Target or Walmart, and these athletes will see me coming in, and I'm like. Yeah, great. I'm, I'm glad they can see me in a non-professional sense as I have, you know, my my wallet in my mouth because I, can't, because I was carrying bags. Uh, yeah, just things like that. 
are the little things that I think about because, you know, when I walk by, I'm not like weird or awkward about it. It's just like, I think like when I walk back to my dorm, what all have they seen me do? Like, because we all live in the same dorm, have they seen me like walk in with, with like, because I, I'm, I'm not going to say that I've ever done weird shit because I have not, but I do little like things that, <laughs> that I don't think about what I'm doing. them. so like, I left my wallet in my car and I'm like, you know, I cussed and I was like, Duh, and I walked back to uh, my car to get my wallet. I wonder if anybody or athlete that I've covered has seen me do that because I did cuss and walk back to my door. And I don't, I don't, it's not a big deal because I'm sure they think that I'm just a normal kid or I am a normal kid, but like they wouldn't expect me to just be, oh, I am reporter Reed. I am Reed Smith with the North Texas Daily 00110011 journalism. Like, I'm like Jason Garrett, <laughs> but no, I don't, I don't think that they think I'm like that. Uh, but it's not really something I ever thought about when I moved into victory hall, but it's something I think about now. I think about when I'm out of my room and I run into someone that I cover or have covered before. What, what happens? Like, do, do they even think about it? I don't, because it's not something I think about all the time. It's just something that I walk, I walk, open the door and stuff. And like, I like the other day, like I'll, for context on Sunday, I, after the game, I, I come back to my dorm and I get my laundry and it's like my dirty laundry and I'm walking it out so I can bring it home so my parents can clean it because I don't like doing my laundry here. I run into a bunch of players, right? For... What what, is, what does that look like? Does that look like, oh, is he here because because he knows someone here? Or, or whoa, what, does he live here? I, I wonder. Because in my mind, it's just like, oh, awkward. And, and in other people's, or in their head, it could be something completely different. Probably something I'm overthinking. I tend to do that, but... Uh, the moral of this or the the gist of this story is when I walk out of my dorm, I uh, I make sure to uh, to watch what I say and or act like, which is weird, which is an odd thing to say, but it's it's semi true. So that'll be it. I think this was a uh, longer than I thought it would be. It's not a, quite a thirty to thirty five minute, but I think it's like twenty to twenty five minutes. We'll see. Uh, Thank you for listening. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Reed underscore Smith two five or on Instagram. It's the same damn thing. Uh, for the podcast, it is DRII podcast on Twitter.com. And my Instagram doesn't exist for that podcast anymore. So if you'd like to continue listening to the podcast and want all the podcast news, follow me on Twitter at that address that I just gave you. It will be shorter than it was. It will be shorter in two weeks when I release another episode or whenever I feel like it. You never know what it is. Wherever you are, wherever you may be, please have a fantastic day or night or I will break my wrist on purpose and it will be your fault.